Philip's Backlog Buster, a show dedicated to helping me clear out my excessive game backlog. So my current stats are I have 127 games completed, that's 33.3%, and 336 games uncompleted are waiting for me to finish. That's about 65% if we're, uh, you know, we're getting to a third situation. So recent changes, I acquired two new games, Murder by Numbers, which they gave away free on the Epic Store, getting a lot of games from them lately, and a currently embargoed game that I can't talk about right now. So that added two more games to my list, and with this episode, I'm going to be knocking one out, so I'm at a net loss of, you know, minus one, I guess. So let's get right into it. The game I played most recently now, and finished, is A King's Tale Final Fantasy XV. So I got this game through the Xbox Live Marketplace for free. I think the game was originally offered in a bundle with Final Fantasy XV as like a bonus or something, maybe for pre-orders, if people are still pre-ordering games. But they eventually just gave the game away for free. So the how long to beat on this bad boy is about one hour. And I think it only took me an hour, and thank God, for a short game. Like with so many games that I have to play, anytime they throw me one like this, I'm like, thank you for letting me clear this one off pretty easy. But we'll see if, you know, short is really better. So let's get into the full review. Now, dear listener at home, I am what I would call like a born-again Final Fantasy fan. I didn't play any of them until I was like 24 years old, and then I picked up Final Fantasy 15 on Game Pass, like the Royal Edition or whatever. After putting about 100 hours into that bad boy, I knew the series was in fact for me and not just weird weebs. Since then, I've played through like all of the 13s, 1, 2, and Lightning's Return. Gone into the old retro side too with, uh, I've, I've played the first one and 7, and I own like three different copies of 7 at this point, and 8 that I haven't played. But I'll get to them eventually. Oh, and Stranger of Paradise. We can't forget Stranger of Paradise. Uh, so whenever I saw that A King's Tale was on Xbox and it was a Final Fantasy game that was free, you know, it's, it's all for me. This is exactly what I'm looking for. Now, if you're unfamiliar, this game is a prequel story to Final Fantasy XV, where we find the main character of XV, Noctis, as a, as a little baby boy, and his dad is reading him some fairy tales before bed. Uh, his dad is a king of, I don't remember the name of their kingdom, it's like the city that never sleeps, Insomnia or something like that, I think it's Insomnia, that's it. And Noctis is tired of the same old story trash his dad keeps giving him, so he asks for a new story but one specifically about dad and all his adventures. The dad, or the king, you know, claims he has no story worth telling Noctis, and then Noctis just says, why don't they make it up? So the king comes up with a very poorly written story that's a perfect bedtime story for a child. It feels like a Dungeons and Dragons adventure if they were just making it up on the spot without any prep at all. So this game is a, uh, if we're just talking about the story, this game, if we're talking about the gameplay though, it's a pure beat-em-up like the Streets of Rage. And beat-em-ups as like a genre is actually something I'm not that interested in. I do enjoy the, I don't know, the not the predecessor, like the aftercessor, the, the generations ahead when they came out with games such as like the action style of DMC or Bayonetta. I, I prefer those over like the slower plotting of like the old Ninja Turtles games or River City Ransom. 
something like I hate those guys, but they're just not my cup of tea as far as like side scrolling action goes. I prefer the big flashy characters in 3D. But this is a 2D pixel side scroller. So the game consists of walking to the right and beating up some rude dudes who just pop up from the ground. And they do, in fact, just pop up from the ground. Uh, this is a story for a child, and they hand wave any realistic kind of storytelling that might get in the way of the action. They even raise the, like, oftentimes they are popping up and you're having the king talk to Noctis. And Noctis is like, whoa, hold on, why are there samurai in the throne room attacking you? And where's everyone else? And he's like, I don't know, that's part of the mystery. I'm just getting attacked by samurai in the royal throne room. So then you beat their asses. It's not really important why they're there. Now, the combat system is actually way more advanced than I expected for just like a, a pack-in game, I guess. So you have like three primary actions of like a light attack, a heavy attack, and a shield bash kind of parry situation. And if you just button mash in this game, you will die. There's no difficulties. It's just the normal difficulty. And I died quite a few times, especially in the beginning when I realized that you can't button mash your way through this game you have to actually learn how to play so some examples of like how these kind of pop up uh the samurai will deflect your light attacks so you have to either use heavy or stun them to actually get through their defenses first you eventually you fight skeletons who are able to parry your light strike or your heavy strike so you have to shield stun them first and eventually you fight like tigers which are so fast and they will combo your ass just like in a uh, wo long unless you hit him with a whole bunch of light attacks really fast to keep him stun-locked. This little variance, so good. It preventing me from just only mashing X to get through the whole game. I gotta give it to him. They, they did it. And they did so good with each of these actions having like multiple uses. Like light attacks can like, they reflect projectiles. Heavy attacks can be used like warp strike, which is like the signature Final Fantasy 15 thing. It's like you throw your sword into somebody and then you teleport to your sword and rip it out of them. It's really cool. Uh, the shield bash, like, if you know, the bomb enemies, the classic Final Fantasy ones, uh, if you slap them with a shield bash, it'll send them to fly away and explode on other enemies. Very cool. Uh, there's also magic. You have, like, three elemental spells. Not really worth going into. But the next system I really want to talk about is, like, the bro system is fantastic. Like, Final Fantasy XV is all about hanging with boys on the road. This game's no different. As you like progress through the story, you meet up with all your bros. And these are like characters from Final Fantasy XV. You meet them like all old and stinky in Final Fantasy XV. In this prequel, they're, you know, young and sexy and helping you fight. And I just I just love the boys on the road situation. Like I'm almost tired of like the RPG party always forming and having to work together and stuff. But it's in every RPG. Or especially the JRPGs. But in this one, all of your bros are just support characters that you can call in. And they did it so well. Like, the way your ultimate system works, where you, like, summon all your blades and go to town just murdering everybody. You have to, like, if you want to maximize damage, you need to do a full combo Devil May Cry style without getting hit. And perform a special summon of each of your bros before you do your ultimate. And then you do, like, a huge fusion attack where you all four jump in and fight together it's fantastic it's super i don't know like it's like a perfect coalescence of the lore in the fighting system coming together of like the king and his king's guard all fighting in sync so good all right back to the story story doesn't matter 
you fight increasingly diverse cast of Final Fantasy monsters until you eventually find a dark cave, you follow some crystals, and you find an evil boss, which is a very evil octopus that is mind-controlling all the monsters and animals in the kingdom to try to kill you. And when asked why, it just says it's a children's story. And he's super cartoony evil. It's like a He-Man villain or something like that. Very generic evil. And with the help of the bros, you defeat the octopus and save the kingdom. Now, I think that's decent coverage of the story so far and kind of like the gameplay elements without getting too bogged down in the details. So if we're going to score this game, I just want to first talk about like the positives in this. This game has fantastic visuals. The little pixely art style, I think it's beautiful combined with the way they limit the frames of the animations on each of the characters. It gives it that perfect retro feel. Something you'd expect to be on like an NES, but they polish it for modern consoles with like, you know, the widescreen and everything. It looks so good. And I love the character design. Like I mentioned earlier that you get to see all these returning characters like Sid and you actually get to see Regis because spoilers for 15, uh, Regis dies after like two seconds in the beginning of 15. But seeing him actually out here mixing it up with his little Jedi sword battle techniques and teleporting around, love that stuff. Now some negatives. This feels ex like exactly what it is. This is a Burger King pack in-game. Where I know it's a bonus little pack entitled, but I feel like it feels like a proof of concept for a Final Fantasy beat-em-up game. I would play a beat-em-up game that would just be like a crossover from maybe all the Final Fantasy titles. Give me like Cloud and Lightning and Noctis all like teaming up Ninja Turtle style to just defeat enemies and grab some crystals. I'd play that game. And I talked about how short it was. It was nice to get another game knocked off of my list. But I felt like it was too short. I just wanted more of this game, as it turns out. Like, it wasn't even like... I I wanted to keep playing it, but I, I just couldn't find a way to... I don't know, there's no reason to replay it after you beat it. There are, like, challenge modes, but I wasn't really interested in those. I just wanted kind of more variants, more of the same game. Final complaint. I come from a co-op podcast. Only solo players. There's like four available characters that you can play through, but you only play as the king. This game could be great to replay, even if you're using, like, still single player, but playing as one of the other characters like Sid or the butler or the other guy. I don't even remember their names. No co-op, no character switching. I wish there was more to it. So if I'm going to give this game a rating, I'm going to have to give it like... I'd say like a 5 out of 10, where you don't need to run out and play this game. If you enjoy... Final Fantasy 15, then maybe you'll get a little bit out of this, but there's no reason to drop anything else that you're actually playing for fun to come play this. I don't regret playing it. I'm glad I got out there and it's short and it's easy to check off of my backlog, but this is not a game you need to run out and play. So I'm going to get back to clearing out my backlog. Thanks for joining me this week, guys. And I'll see you next time on Phil's Backlog Buster.